Welcome back to the Galena Ravina podcast, Ina. I'm happy to be recording an episode right now. I don't have a guest today. I'm just going to catch up on some stuff. I went surfing this morning and I figured I would talk about the event that I did stand up at last week. It was called the Supergirl Surf Pro um, or the Nissan Supergirl Surf Pro because they were the title sponsor. Um, so better better give Nissan their credit where credit is due. It was basically a junior female surf competition. It took place down in Oceanside, which is down um, just a little bit north of San Diego. And it was such a funny gig because like, as soon as I got booked for it, I was like, this is not the venue for stand-up. It was like in the middle of the day. It was geared towards, you know, teenage age viewers and girls, and that's who was competing and everything. And the way that they had it structured, they were going to have one comedian go up between... They were going to have a comedian go up between certain events they were doing. There were going to be all these bands playing, like Hoobastank performed the day that I was there. And then the scheduling just did not really work out. I was supposed to go up, and I was going to be opening for um, the Air Force, giving a presentation, I guess, to try to recruit. And then there was supposed to be another comedian that came on after. The structure typically with comedy shows is you want to have all the comedians going up at the same time. Because um, if you don't, uh, there's not really going to be momentum. You kind of want to have one comic go up, get the room warm, and then just have every comic go up at the same time. I don't know why they would want people to go up at different times by themselves in between totally unrelated acts like music acts or, or like panels that they had. And the scheduling ended up being totally messed up. So I ended up being the only comedian that went up at the whole event on Sunday. And it was, uh, it was kind of, you like couldn't even really do comedy because teenagers are just too young for stand-up comedy. That's just a thing. Maybe not all of them. Maybe I shouldn't make like a blanket statement about how teenagers are too young to understand most of the things that most comedians are going to be talking about. However, usually when you're in front of a room of teenagers, it's probably like regular stand-ups not going to play well to the room because a lot of it's not going to be relevant to them at their stage of life. So I ended up really just doing an entire set of crowd work which I'm not super accustomed to doing, but it was really good practice for me. So I just went up there and these girls were like so excited to be there. They were really chatty. Um, they were super engaging, which you usually don't want for comedy either. Um, so because they were just like talking to me and having fun with it, I just had fun with them back and 
it was just an entire set of crowd work, which is fine. Traveling this month, I was in the UK. I went to London for a bachelorette party, which over there is called a hen party. Fun fact, that was a good time. Everybody in London is so trendy. Holy shit. Everybody dresses like to the nines. Everywhere I went, it's like all these trendy neighborhoods. You round the block, all of a sudden you're in another neighborhood with another personality and all these young folks are out and everybody is dressed in like the latest, coolest clothes. You can't really schlub it over there. There's no schlubbing it. There's like, you gotta put yourself together when you're hitting the streets of London. So that was a good experience. And now I'm home. And uh, every time I open my cell phone, people are talking about the Adam Levine thing. And I don't care. I don't want to see it. I And now here I am giving the 1000th hot take on Adam Levine inappropriately contacting women that are not his wife and there's allegations that he cheated and I don't uh I can't believe that anybody would actually be surprised by that I mean cheating is so common anyways on top of that you have a guy who's a rock star it's like really cliche that he would cheat and I mean look at the guy he like totally just went so deep on the rock star persona he probably was kind of a dork in high school and succeeding in music opened up an entire world of availability for him for women. And he answered the call by only dating like the hottest Victoria's Secret models, editorial models. And that kind of is a red flag because it suggests that not that, oh, men can't date extraordinarily beautiful women, of course, but if that's exclusively what you're going for, Mm, you're probably a little bit misogynistic. I'm just going to put it out there. Adam Levine is probably a little bit mm, superficial and probably treats women as a commodity. And if you're going to treat a woman as a commodity because you're with her for what she looks like when she's with you, then you're probably not going to take fidelity super seriously. So I'm tired of these Adam Levine memes. I will not miss them when they are gone. Um, something else that people should be talking about <laughs> instead of a rock star cheating is, um, holy shit, Ukraine war, um, heating up. I literally just read that on the offensive, they just took down, um, Ukraine just took down 12 more Russian planes, which is wild, but it's kind of scary that things are heating up. I think there's been a couple of months where people weren't talking about it, n not in the mainstream media, at least. Like, of course, there was always continued Ukraine news coming out, but it hasn't been in the forefront for the last couple of months. But now all of a sudden it's in the forefront again, because Putin is once again alluding to the fact that he might be using nuclear weapons and everybody should be very nervous about that and everybody should pay attention to it. He didn't anticipate that all of this would be going on as long as it has. We're coming up on seven months. Um, it started February 24th. I don't know if I'm doing that math right, but this has gone on a lot longer than I think anybody anticipated, especially him. And what's interesting is now that he's come out and instituted like the Russian version of a draft, and he's going to be drafting Russian men into the army to go and fight the war in Ukraine, there's all of a sudden way more protesters in Russia, particularly mothers that don't want their sons drafted into the army. 
And of course I get that they don't want their kids to go, but it's also kind of annoying because it's like, oh, now you care about what's going on in Ukraine. Now that it could be your family, their lives on the line, all of a sudden now you're super interested in what's going on over there. So I'm keeping a close eye on that. We'll see how it, you know, plays out. Just really hoping for the best and really continuing to see what's going on. Um, my grandpa's like my favorite person to talk to about the war. He's also in touch with his um, niece and nephew who are, of course, over in Ukraine and um, holding up okay. And it's just so funny because he'll he'll always bring it around to talking about how Putin thought he was going to go to Ukraine and that the people of Ukraine were going to like thank him and give him a warm welcome and be like, oh my God, yes, thanks for coming here and saving us from all the things that he claims that he's fighting the war for. And it's all bullshit. Anyway, another thing that I've been paying attention to for like for the last couple of days, this TikTok makeup influencer named Michaela, who's quite big on there. I think she has 13 or 14 million followers. And I've been watching her account because I love um, her makeup stuff. It's it's pretty good. I mean, you can definitely tell when she's pushing a product because somebody's paying her to. But I like her technique and she has this hilarious Boston accent. So I've paid attention to her over the time that I've been on that app. And now she's getting absolutely dragged because some audio got leaked where she was complaining that it was 5:19 p.m. and she was uh still working which is hilarious because most of us are used to working till five o'clock if not six if not seven if not eight not to mention people who work second and third shift and at some point in the recording she starts complaining about how hard it is to be an influencer and it's like oh honey um that is not something that you want leaks. That makes you look so bad. If your career path, the thing that has bought you a house and put food on the table and put clothes in your closet is being a social media influencer, you do not get to open your mouth and complain, at least not in a public setting. That's something that you have to do to a trusted few folks who are hopefully not going to leak it and hopefully not going to hold it against you because no matter how you look at it, and I get that like the worst thing to happen to us is the worst thing to happen to us for an individual, you know. If you think your work is hard for you, I'm sure it is, and that's valid, but you can't be out here saying that being a social media influencer is so hard. I mean, people are out here mining coal still in the Appalachian Mountains. There are blue-collar workers who are literally digging coal, who are going above ground at the end of their shift and hacking out a fucking lung to put food on their table and take care of their kids and they're making nothing and this chick has spent the last two years putting on makeup and has bought herself a house putting on mascara you know what I mean you just can't compare that to doctors nurses attorneys bus drivers teachers I mean you name it just about every other profession works harder than a social media influencer sorry I said it um, I don't think I have any social media influencers listening to me, so I don't think I'm going to have any angry people to contend with at the end of this, and that's fine. Um, I've got some exciting stuff coming up soon. I'm going to be posting more episodes of this, of course, and I'm getting ready to 
go do the Cleveland Comedy Festival the first week of November. I want to say the dates are November 2nd to the 5th. So if anyone is out in the Ohio area and wants to come out to that, I believe I'm headlining one of the shows, if I'm correct, and then probably doing a couple of other spots as well. Um, there's some other exciting stuff going out. I just signed with a talent manager. Um, that feels huge. I have no idea what it means for my career yet, but I guess it feels nicer than not having a talent manager. And she had kind of reached out to me out of the blue. I asked how she found me. She had seen me do stand up at a show that was nearly a year ago and just kept me at the forefront of her mind for, uh, she was, I guess, living in New York at the time, moved back to LA kept me in mind, asked me to a meeting, and um, after seeing me live one more time, ended up signing me, which is super exciting because I've kind of been dangled representation carrots before by a different management company, and I remember really getting my hopes up then, and nothing came of it, and so it's super nice now that I have a team behind me officially and that this is not someone that knew me personally. This is someone that truly just took me on as a client purely on the merit of my comedy. It feels really good. I, I cried when she signed me because I was like, wow, holy shit, I've been doing stand-up for eight years and finally it feels like I'm getting validated by external sources. Not that I haven't before. I've done a lot of really cool shows and a lot of projects that I'm super proud of, but it just does feel monumentous somehow to finally have some representation in my corner. So that's exciting. And yeah, just gearing up to see what's next. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you want to contribute, I'm going to throw my Venmo down into the episode description. If not, um, it's always super helpful to give a five-star rating or, you know, share a link. Um, I don't know. Just another solo episode, but I think I'm going to bring a guest back soon. We'll see. Anyway, thank you. Bye.